Slava Jesus Christus, Slava Navika, glory be to Jesus Christ, glory be forever. This is Father Basil again. Sorry, I haven't been doing these podcasts. I've been very, very busy with priest work, but uh, here I am again. So I'm going to read again from um, The Love is Our Mission, The Family Fully Alive. The Preparatory Catechesis for the World Meeting of Families from Philadelphia, 2015. And this section is called To Become One. We are not made to be alone. Human beings need and complete each other. Friendship and community satisfy that longing with bonds of common interest and love. Marriage is a uniquely intimate form of friendship that calls a man and a woman to love each other in the manner of God's covenant. Marriage is a sacrament. Married love is fruitful and offered without reservation. This love is in the image of Jesus' faithfulness to the church. Virtue, love, and goodness help fulfill a destiny. 1 Corinthians 13.4-7 is a popular scripture choice for Christian weddings. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. The text is beautiful. Having been created in the image of God, Loving this way coheres with our true human nature. But loving this way is never easy. It demands humility and patience. As Pope Francis recently said, faith is no refuge for the faint-hearted. Marital love must be built on more than romance. Romance is wonderful, but alone, it can't survive the cares and challenges that inevitably visit every married couple. To be what we are, to love as we were created to love, certain virtues are necessary. We must be alive to these virtues and cultivate them in order to fulfill our destiny. St. John Paul II's Theology of the Body speaks of a certain interior freedom and self-mastery which spouses need in order to truly make a gift of themselves to one another. A person tied too tightly to romantic expectations without the heaven, without the leaven of interior freedom and the capacity for self-gift will lack flexibility. To live the sacramentality of marriage and to follow the way of the covenant, husbands and wives need the capacity to transcend resentment to lay aside entitlements, and to step forward in generosity. Without this interior freedom and power, serious problems are bound to arise because life puts husbands and wives in situations that are very often not romantic at all. No marriage founded on mere sexual chemistry endures. Erotic partners focus mainly on possessing each other lack the interior skill of stepping back and making space for self-criticism, reconciliation, and growth. The marital promise to love steadfastly as God does helps to create and protect this vital space. 
the sacramental commitment to do the work of love, even when loving is tough, is an essential ingredient in God's covenant. No mortal can satisfy all of our longings. Real marital unity is based on God's covenant, a covenant which becomes erotic, which welcomes erotic desire, but which even more fundamentally commits men and women to each other in sickness and in health, for richer or poorer. Christian marriage is not a romantic addition or a conditional arrangement until further notice. A so-called trial marriage, an attempt to live intimately but hypothetically, to test the relationship and pursue it as long as the romance is flowing, is a contradiction in terms. Pope Francis recently made this point in a public address. But you both know that marriage is for life. Ah, we love each other so much. But we'll stay together as long as the love lasts. When it ends, we'll each go our separate way. This is selfishness. When I feel like it, I'll end the marriage and forget the one flesh that cannot be separated. It is risky to get married. It is risky. It is this egoism which threatens it because we each have within us this possibility of a dual personality. The one that says, I am free, I want this. And the other which says, I, me, to me, with me, for me. Selfishness always returns and does not know how to open up to others. In a postmodern world where trust is scarce, marriage seems daunting. We worry that we may be tied to someone wrong. In a globalized world where economic anxiety is often well-founded, we may also worry that all of life's challenges and questions about financial economic security must be answered and put to rest before we can love as Jesus did. In response to the range of possible worries and fears, the Church offers Jesus the sacraments and the support of her own members in mutual fellowship, confident that for all of its challenges, the Christian way of loving is possible and we will reveal our true selves. The Church promises her sons and daughters that marriage is a sacrament that the bond and practice of Catholic marriage makes sustaining grace real, present and efficacious. In response to our fears and anxieties, the Church insists that the promised love in the manner of the covenant is not a hypothetical for mythical saints who are perfect, but a real and possible commitment for actual sinners who are on the way. As Pope Francis puts it, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> I'll try this again. In a postmodern world where trust is scarce, marriage seems daunting. We worry that we may be tied to someone wrong. In a globalized world where economic anxiety is often well-founded, we may also worry that all of life's challenges and questions about financial and economic security must be answered and put to rest before we can love as Jesus did. In response to the range of possible worries and fears, the Church offers Jesus the sacraments and the support of her own members in mutual fellowship, uh, 
confident that for all its challenges, the Christian way of loving is possible and will reveal our true selves. The church promises her sons and daughters that marriage is a sacrament, that the bond and practice of Catholic marriage makes sustaining grace real, present and efficacious. In response to our fears and anxieties, the church insists that to promise love in the manner of the covenant is not a hypothetical for mythical saints who are perfect, but a real and possible commitment for actual sinners who are on the way. As Pope Francis puts it, the sacrament of marriage takes place in the simplicity and also the fragility of the human condition. We know the many trials and difficulties that the lives of the married couple encounter. The important thing is to keep alive the link with God, which is the basis of the marital bond. So, I will end there today and just reflect upon um, the two become one. God bless. Have a good day.